Welcome back to another episode of Bold of You to Say. Uh, we are back to talk about more things that we have bold opinions on. We ha- we go back into Star Wars, so I hope you guys enjoy that. It's a very common topic here. We're going to start off with some political stuff, so if you're into that, listen to it. If not, there's timestamps in the description so you can skip to whatever topic you'd like. We will be going into a little bit about the uh, the election and our and our opinions on that. Uh, we're going to talk about internet discourse and why it's broken, and then we're gonna go into a bit about TV executives and why they're a, a bunch of big dum dums. And that's just gonna turn into ramblings on Star Wars. So I hope you enjoy that. <laughs> yep. Our social media will be linked in the description, so you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, my TikTok will be linked, so you can follow me there if you'd like. So yeah, and with that, let's get into the show. And remember, I love you. Not you, Alex. I love the viewers. All of them. I feel hurt by that. I'm sorry. My <laughs> love can only go so far to the 20 people who downloaded our video. Audio. Thing. I don't get computers. So, if I may be so bold, I would like to say that democracy is dead and the Democrats killed it. (laughs) (laughs) Hell of a thing to start on. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I figured we'd start on something light. Let's get the the ball rolling, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, so there's been a lot of... um, I guess there's been a lot of arguments um, about the election coming up. Seeing a lot of the same stuff this election that uh, that we saw last election, where the, the the Republicans are running the orange boogeyman Trump, and the Democrats are combating that in the worst possible way with just a company man. Last time it was Hillary Clinton, she lost. Now they're trying Joe Biden, and chances are he's if he wins it'll be by default and i just i think a lot about how we got into the situation which i don't think enough people do i don't think enough people think about how we got into the position where we have to choose between a literal fascist and a neoliberal corporatist who doesn't give a single flying fuck about anyone yeah and i just i feel like no one's willing to blame the democratic party for putting us in that situation. And I think that's just a shame. How did we get to the point where asking a politician to represent you became something to be vilified about? I mean, it's just like years upon years of all this like bullshit politics, really. It's like with how politics have gone from like, this is what I can do for you to this is what he's going to do to you. It's like, at some point, it's going to get to the most outrageous, outlandish bullshit. I think we're we're hitting that start. Yeah, pretty soon we're gonna. It's going to be like those uh, onion memes and shit, where it's like this politician's calling this one a pedophile. Actually, I think that did happen. When in reality, they both are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you mentioned it earlier when we were talking before the show. The two-party system is really. it's really what's to blame for all of this yeah it's complete bullshit in a two-party system it's set up to fail because either party can use the other one as a scapegoat or a boogeyman Mm -hmm. to 
to to manipulate voters into supporting them. Yeah, especially since it's like, uh, you didn't like what he did? Don't worry, we won't do that. See, look at how yeah. bad he is. Get a new one in. Because when you only have two parties competing for in, in elections, then the best you're going to get is one party not being as bad as the other one. Mm-hmm. Because it's been going on for as long as the two-party system has been in place, right? Where you have the Democrats that, you know, in the last, in this election and last election, they use Trump as a boogeyman to just, you know, they, they're like, orange man, bad. And this, our, our guy is not orange man. And that's the best you're going to get. But if you had... If you had a viable third party or fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh party, if you had more parties, they could compete for your vote because it's really hard to use that boogeyman tactic against six other parties, right? At that point, though, you could just like, you could bring up the argument that technically the the conventions like they do when they're like figuring out who the nominee is going to be, those could count as like that with the extra parties but even then those those don't really like get into the nitty-gritty anyone can win them any you could have someone with like what the best mean? policies and like all you have to do is be like we need to get that guy out and then he'll they'll win like look at joe biden he has said like nothing about his campaign all he said is they need to get trump out it's like oh, I'm yeah, not that's trump. what they did last election except you know we got to stop trump from from being in the white house yeah, and that won. Like, that, Hillary Clinton got that, because, like, that's all they kept saying. I'm, I'm beginning to think that voters just are, like, there's just no, like, thought process to them. It's all just based on emotional feelings. Like, oh, I don't like this guy. Yeah, certainly for, you know, not speaking as a political scientist or anything, I'd say that's <laughs> most Americans. Yeah, they just, they go by with rampant, just, like, emotional feelings towards these things, and that's how we get idiots in charge. Like, we had Ronald yeah. Reagan in charge, who, I'm gonna say it right now, there's no reason why a movie star should be president. Like, a president, in my opinion, should be someone who at least has studied, like, the laws, or, like, it has, like, Yeah, someone a that understands of political a, theory. Like, even a bit of a toe dip into, like like actual like government seats of power like yeah not a, well a i mean businessman could... with like seven bankrupt companies or a movie star who was good in like the 60s well a movie star could theoretically make a good president if they like if, if you had someone that was like a political science major that just got super into theater in their senior year, right? And then they decided that they want to be an actor, but they still retain all that knowledge, then I can see that happening. But you don't really see that occurring, do you? Alex, when you see that happening, are you imagining yourself in that position? I mean, now that you mention it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, but no like... Just... Ha if if there was someone like uh like Ronald Reagan or Arnold Schwarzenegger if either one of them were actors that had a political background and they just wanted to return to that eh, i guess but does that happen ever 
No, it's just people voting for the person that they remember from TV and they like them on TV. So they're probably going to be good. And that's the yeah. dumbest thing. No one ever like thinks about like the the policies they're promoting and stuff. Right now we have two people running for office who share almost the exact same views except for gun control and how to deal with the coronavirus. Only two out of like their like several fucking policies. I think there's like 40 of them or some shit like that. And they're all the same, except for two of them. And it's like... Yeah. I mean, people, like... I don't... I just... People don't realize how similar their views on stuff are. Like, they're both... If you want to boil it down, they're both racist, sexist, old men that just want to be in power. Now, one is an out-and-out fascist, and one is a corporatist that will basically do some of the same stuff just in a less noticeable manner yeah i think the biggest problem though is that every president so far has done nothing really to change the status quo like oh yeah joe biden has said uh like this is a direct quote nothing will fundamentally change yeah, if he is president none of them will all of the ones and we need fundamental change that's the thing, but they're not going to do that because that's just gonna hurt themselves and their friends over. Like they're gonna just like fuck them all over and stuff. Like yeah, that's why, why I don't they... think rich people have a place in politics. Oh yeah, but that's the problem though with politics and shit. That's an expensive thing to get into, so it's only ever gonna be rich people with how it's set up. Yeah, that, like anyone I mean, who I've... wants to change it isn't going to get it, especially since the electoral college is also run by rich people. Exactly. Like whoever supports them is going to get their fucking vote. Well, I mean, the Electoral College is a whole other problem. But, oh, I mean, yeah. I, this isn't an original idea that I had. I just heard it from somewhere. But it would be a lot better if we just had publicly funded elections where each candidate has a certain budget that they can spend on, you know, advertising and campaigning and stuff. So e- they're on equal footing. It just depends on what they use it for. And, you know, to an extent, it just depends on how good their ideas are. Oh, yeah. You can't just you can't just out money someone. <laughs> At the very least, you know, make it so you can't just get, you know, large contributions from a select few wealthy people. Yeah. Like, uh. Every president so far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, no one talks about this, but like, remember uh, Standing Rock, where they were trying to build a pipeline through the uh, the Native American land? Yeah, I think they succeeded in it. Yeah, they like sent, um, they sent like, um, I think it was either like the military or like heavily armed police to basically break up the protests and there it was the same shit going on there that that is going on now with the protests um in cities all over where you see you know the police brutalizing innocent civilians simply for exercising their right to protest yeah and before we get like hate mail or whatever but um i'm not talking about the riots Obviously, I'm not talking about people that are burning down small businesses. I'm talking about the peaceful protests that are going on all over the country, 
rightfully so, because the police just cannot get enough of shooting innocent, unarmed black people. <laughs> yeah, it's it's getting bad. I don't think anything's going to really change, though. If if what Standing Rock has told us is that people will just forget, and soon everything will be back to business as usual. That was a Democrat doing it. It was Obama, and Joe Biden was his vice president. Obama made it so Joe Biden was going to be the Democratic nominee. Seems like everyone forgot. That guy called Pete Buttigieg, all, uh, Amy Klobuchar, all of the, all of the centrist uh, neoliberal tubs of mayo, called them, told them to drop out of the race and get behind Joe Biden. Uh, Warren stayed in the race to split the progressive vote. And then they just combined their power to uh, to basically overthrow Bernie, screw him out of the nomination again, override the will of the people, just like last time, and Bernie took it like a bitch. Yeah, that's basically what happened. And that was, no no Republican was involved in that, in that process. But we're expected to vote with them to get rid of the, the bad guy, and then everything's going to be hunky-dory at that point, and nothing's going to go wrong, and everything is going to be fair again. I've already told you like, for like years that both parties are basically just the same thing. They don't want to change anything up because they're the ones that are getting all of the fucking like benefits from either one being in office. Oh, yeah. Well, they're all a two-party system... A two-party system is just a one-party system with extra steps. A Going back to what I was saying earlier, if we play. had, if we had a, a multi-party system like how um, I think in the UK they have a, a wide variety of parties across the political spectrum. If you had a larger number of political parties, you wouldn't be able to use the boogeyman tactic that both the Democrats and the Republicans use. You wouldn't have one side saying like, oh, he, the, the, the other guy is a fascist. Oh, this. And then the other side being like, oh, they're going to take away your guns. You wouldn't be able to do that because you, you can't just be less bad than the other guy if there's seven other parties right uh, yeah. because what's what are the chances that all of the other parties are going to be terrible and you just l I'll edge them out by a little bit there's going to be real competition to actually represent your constituents yeah at least no, that's, that's that's how it works oh. in theory i guess yeah, the, the the problem though isn't just like the the be it being just two parties though at that point it's how like for the past like many fucking years, I don't even know how many now. Uh, it's always been two parties just because they have the biggest cult following, basically. And I do mean like cult. Like these people will fucking kill their firstborn child for their uh, nominee. <laughs> like Republican and Democrat people. Like there's normal people, and then you get like the extreme ones. And it seems like nowadays there's more extreme ones. And it's like. These people. Well, there's certainly extremes to the right. In in our in the American government, there's no left wing extreme. There's only right wing extremist Republicans that push the Overton window to the right. And then the Democrats meet them halfway, so we get just a center right government. Yeah, no, I mean like extreme as in like like the voters. Like these people will only ever vote this one thing. Never, like, it doesn't matter what. Oh, like, like extremists like for the party, not the ideology. Yeah, like, yeah, not the ideology. Yeah, these people are like they're, they're like groupies. So like they follow around the band and everything. They're gonna like always support them no matter what they do. Yeah, I think there's certainly a large number of people that are 
that are like that. But I, I don't know. I think a lot of them, at least from what I've seen on the internet, so many of them are like that because they see no viable alternative because there is no viable alternative at this point. I mean, sure, there's the Green Party and the Libertarian Party, but those the system is rigged against those parties. It's They're not supposed to be able to win any major elections. They're not supposed oh, yeah. to be able to win the presidency. Now, you can have like a Green Party like mayor, I guess, but only because you know how much power do they have yeah it's a mayor i don't even know who the fuck the mayor is of my county does benzie even have a mayor i think they have a council i don't even know who the council is they don't even make decisions we just vote on everything nothing gets done because everyone's an idiot and doesn't vote for anything well, I mean, I wouldn't call, like, two propositions on the ballot every election everything. Yeah, but everyone always votes no, because they don't want to spend more money. Like, even if it, like, actually benefits something. This road thing has been on the ballot, like, fucking since I was born, and it only just got passed. What thing? Uh, to fix the roads. Oh, like, right yeah. Now they, they've been uh, fixing the roads, especially 31. Which is the uh, main highway that goes through my town? Uh, they just got fi- they they just started fixing that, and it's only because now, after like how many years of waiting, people just like didn't care enough. Yeah, uh, well, it's anything, like we I mentioned think Whitmer just like forced it into into play. She's like, "This is what we're gonna do. We need to fix that road." Yeah, I don't know. I we mentioned this like f- I think four episodes ago or something. Um, about how like it's hard to follow local politics because there's just no resources, yeah, that are readily available. It's yeah, it's just a shame. Channel two news. <laughs> Hope you get it at the right point. You get you get very little information because like when people are running for like local council, you know they don't have policy platforms. They just have like, I am a Democrat. I am for good things and against bad things, or I am a Republican. I like guns and God and Christianity. My kid was the, the football man. And that's how you get like, that's how you get uh town councils that are just made up of like, just, <sighs> Dumb cunts. Just all I can think of to say. Just generic nobodies that wanted to be in a position of power but didn't have the balls to actually get higher. I could be a council member. All I have to do is say I like the 12 gauge over anything else. Yeah. But I mean, you don't get loud. It ain't a car. Yeah, it won't get it won't get um, it won't get better, though, because no one cares about it and no one cares about it because they don't see it getting better. Yeah. I could become a a high-ranking official in my town, and I have, like, no love for this place. Like, I would actively make decisions to make it a worse place to live in. I don't think anyone would care. I could run a policy saying I will, like, skin babies. Yeah, just as long as you, you know, stuck with one party or the other, you'd be fine. Yeah. I mean, shit. I could, like tweet right now like a bunch of horrible stuff wait a year run for mayor and i'll probably get it after they come out and be like hey he said all these horrible things it's like well he said he's democrat though 
clearly the Republicans invented that. Or oh yeah, as long as you get past the primary, as long as you get past the primary, if you get your party's election, you can just pander to them till the cows come home, and you know you'll you'll get their support no matter what if you wear the right color tie. Oh yeah, as long as people like think I'm like the the big dick like emperor for them. Like, I'm going to make all these decisions that improve their lives. Which is just talk. No one ever is going to make those decisions. Yeah. In fact, you just have to have a good silver tongue if you want to be a president. Because, like, how many decisions are actually done that they say they're going to put on the table? And it's usually the same thing. It's like, oh, they have to go past all these other things and stuff. And it's like, well, yeah, but don't their party, like, control most of it now? Shouldn't there be at least yeah, some decisions Obama, made? Yeah, well- Obama, Obama could have passed single payer health care if he actually wanted to. Oh yeah. Because he he had a uh the Democrats had a supermajority in the the House and the Senate at one point and he could have easily passed something like Medicare for all or at the very least a fucking public option. But they're not going to cuz that will negatively impact their status quo. And no, it'll negatively impact their donors. That too, yeah. Their donors control their policy platform. And if something goes against the profits of their sponsors, then they're not going to go for it. And that's yeah. why we don't have single payer in this country. Because companies rule the country. And then that effect trickles down to the American people because they buy into this. They buy into the two-party system. They believe either that the Democrats are are good and they do good things because that's their moral compass and the Demo- and the, the Republicans are bad or they believe that the Republicans are good and they believe in God and guns and freedom and the Democrats want to take away those things. They don't realize yeah. that they're both both parties are motivated by money. Yeah, it's it's very clearly just like a just our for political show discourse is broken. Yeah. Like 100% man. I also wanted to say, I had this on the show notes too, um, no one on the internet understands what an opinion is. Oh yeah, yeah, we were talking about this before. Yeah, I realized that after getting into a a couple of arguments online, which I'm trying not to do anymore, but I just can't help it sometimes. Alex is a recovering tweetaholic. That's very true. One argument was about health care and uh basically joe biden tweeted like health care is a human right and i was like yeah bet support medicare for all then uh but yeah of course there are all kinds of fights in the comments and i replied to one thing and i was like hey maybe we should have health care for everyone because it's like the right thing to do maybe people shouldn't go into medical bankruptcy maybe people just deserve to be kept alive you know, maybe, and then, yeah, yeah there was a a reply from someone that was like, the Constitution doesn't guarantee healthcare as a right, and besides, most people don't want the government to take over healthcare. Socialized medicine is bad, and everyone thinks so. And then someone else replied with a, a study, a poll that was just done, that showed that most Americans, something like 75%, I think, are in favor of Medicare for all, even if it means taking away private insurance and replacing it. 
Yeah. And this person that was like, socialized medicine is bad. They all that they had to respond to that was like, uh, lol, you keep thinking that. <laughs> I had another interaction. And and this time it was in the uh, Instagram comments of Uber Facts. They, if you don't know, they post a lot of like fun facts about stuff. They posted about how in Germany they have a lot of laws on the books that crack down on basically Nazi shit. If you do Nazi shit, it's bad in the eyes of the law. They have certain measures in place to kind of not yeah, deal with that let people yeah not let people to not do Nazi see the shit. nazi like it's not <sighs> like you're not supposed to like obviously like regular hate speech stuff you're not supposed to do like um you're also not supposed to um basically like deny the holocaust publicly um like you're not supposed to be like well the jews control everything and they made up the holocaust so they could get our sympathy and i guess millions of people just faked having their parents killed in front of them millions of people just decided collectively yeah i'm gonna starve myself and tattoo a serial number on my arm so everyone believes that i was actually in a, a concentration camp uh, uh, alex alex those are crisis actors oh of course but anyway um yeah uh people were arguing in the comments like well it's their opinion if they want to believe that the holocaust didn't happen I hate that so fucking much. There's okay. That's not what an opinion is. Uh, yeah, an opinion is your feelings towards something. A fact is something that is like proven and like in stone. Like this is a fact. Like this computer right here, it was yours and you gave it to me. That is a fact. This computer yeah. has Linux, which is the worst thing. That's an opinion. Right. And an opinion is something that you feel like you can have an opinion on pizza toppings. Yeah. I like pineapples have... on pizza. It's a fact I like pineapples on pizza. It's a fact that it's my opinion that pineapples should be on pizza. Yeah. It's an opinion that pineapple is good or bad on pizza, depending on what side of the the fence you, you fall on. Yeah. Now, it's not a valid opinion to say that pineapple doesn't exist. Yeah, that that's that's just a a lie. <laughs> that's a fact you can be right or wrong about it. An opinion you can't prove or disprove it. It's just something that you feel. Yeah. The Holocaust happening or not happening, which it did, it did happen. That's something that has been proven and it's not just something that you feel in your heart. Like, and I feel I like so many people don't realize, like just how just how it works having an opinion. Yeah, like, and there's certain things where uh, there is no like fact on it yet. For example, like whether or not there is a god, or if aliens are real or stuff, because there's no like set in stone like physical evidence for either of those things. So technically, whether or not you believe in those is an opinion. But those could be made fact if certain information well, comes to light. I wouldn't even consider that an opinion. Like well, I, I would. You like, can have the someone... opinion. You can have the opinion that 
God is good or uh, uh, having a, a God rule the universe would be good. It, whether or not there is a God or gods, um, it's it's a fact that we just don't know. We don't know yeah. if it's true or false. Yeah, and I say that's the fact, but I'd say it's people's opinions on whether or not they believe it is real or not. Like, because they feel like, I feel this is real, or I feel this isn't real. Until it is proven fact, it is not a fact yet. It's just kind of a question up in the air. Whereas the Holocaust did happen, there's enough accounts to prove it. Uh, there's an entire country that uh, that definitely can tell you that it's real. Yeah. Israel. Well, Germany and Israel. Yeah. No, I was mostly pointing out Israel because, like, yeah, they got that country and the war that's currently being fought over it because of the Holocaust. Like, that, 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 that's the whole thing that happened. There's an entire conflict that branched off because of the Holocaust. If the Holocaust didn't happen, then I guess there's no fight on the Gaza Strip. I guess the Pakistanis still live in Israel, and and there's no there's no uh, Israelites there either. They're just that's all just fake. Yeah, we were talking about we were, we were talking earlier about like the things that people are willing to believe versus like the things that they're not willing to believe. Someone will believe that a president is an alien lizard shapeshifter, but they can't pedophile, fathom the idea also a pedophile. that uh, vaccines don't cause autism. Oh yeah, a, a lizard pedophile, alien shapeshifter. But the idea that a va- that a shot is good for you that that's bad for that that that's the fake part, or that someone could like like a member of the same sex. That's too much. That's against nature. Or like Christians that don't believe in the moon landing, like. Yeah, that's, we we couldn't that's possibly ever enough. go to the moon, but a guy However, walked on water. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like they'll they'll say that the uh, the Democrats are all these like subterranean lizard monster shapeshifter people. Like that's the thing I always bring up because it's it's the most common one. The Democrats are lizard people. That's what they always say. And the moon landing was fake. That's unbelievable. How could a, how could we land a plane on the moon? Yeah, but yeah. Lizard, I just remember there's lizards um... in the planet though. They live inside the ground you stand on. Yeah, I remember now what the context was when we were talking about it earlier. Um, when we were talking about it earlier, we were saying like, um, people believe that like politicians are uh, robot lizard pedophile wizards from space, but they just can't wrap their mind around the concept that Americans want health care. Oh, yeah. A, uh, a basic human right in countries that, like, literally remove them every Tuesday. Yeah. Like you were saying earlier, Saudi Arabia. Like, yeah. Saudi Arabia is one of the countries that has, like, the most, like, harsh and cruel justice system. And some of the most, like, ridiculous laws regarding, like, human rights. And yet it still has health care. It has free health care for its people. Yeah. They recognize North Korea that as a can basic do free human right. universal health care. The country Fucking that, Russia can do universal health care, but we can't. It, we can't afford it. Yeah, it, Russia can do it. 
I mean, the that's countries a that we point. bomb can do universal health care, but we can't afford it, I guess, because we're too busy bombing them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're the reason that they need health care and they get universal health care, but we can't we can't do it for ourselves. Well, how else do we pay for those big bombs? Oh, you're right. I'm I'm like completely convinced. I think tax money just goes straight into the military. Well, yeah, it's like it's a demonstrable else. fact. Something like fifty-five percent of the uh, discretionary budget goes towards the military. I don't like my tax money going into stuff I don't believe in. Yeah, I I don't know. I wish that we had a different system for declaring war as it is right now. Um, ever since Bush declared the so-called war on terror, uh, the president can just start a conflict with ever with whatever country they want, as long as they can say they're a threat to national security. They don't even have, it doesn't even have to be true. They just have to say it when before yeah. you'd have to like get everyone to vote on it. I just think it should be a, like a direct ballot initiative. The American people should decide what their tax money goes towards. What our sons are going to go towards. You forget. The Republicans and the Democrats weren't too keen on automated, like, uh, offensive capabilities. They don't like the idea of drones doing the killing. They want people over there doing the killing. Well, I don't know about that. We wouldn't well, have such a robust drone program if that was true. Yeah, but like even though that drone program is constantly getting like under scrutiny for being used, and personally, I'm all for no, it. It's under scrutiny by the American people. The government, the military itself, is not that they don't have any problems with it. Whatever allows them to efficiently drop more bombs, they're on board with because it gets them more money from the defense contractors who make the bombs. Oh and yeah, it's a it's a whole circle. It's a whole circle of corruption. Yeah. Well, the thing that I got, though, is, like, with the drones and everything, I feel better with those than, like, sending kids over there to fight, basically. Well, like, yeah, if you only think of it from the perspective of the American, you know, you know, doing it. But, I mean, we're still using those drones to bomb weddings and kill, oh, yeah, by no, the government's accounts, 90% civilians. Yeah, and that's uncalled for and completely unjustifiable. It's like, there's a way to do it, and the way they're doing it isn't the right way. <laughs> we like shouldn't even use... be in... We, we shouldn't even be attacking other countries the way that we are. Oh, yeah, no. It's just it, it's all just for fucking resources, probably. Oil or whatever. It it's is. Like, we'll say it's for something else, but that's just for the propaganda machine. Oh yeah, the excuse is always um, we're spreading democracy, right? We're spreading entrails is what we're doing. Somehow bombing a Syrian wedding is spreading democracy. We can't even spread democracy in our own country. <laughs> I mean, you got a point. Maybe we just need to bomb a few of our own cities. Yeah, then we'd get some democracy. I would just like to clarify that we are not advocating for bombing we are, American this cities. This is a joke to the FBI agents listening to me right now. Yeah, to to the uh, to the NSA, because um, I know you listen to our podcast. Uh, I would just like to say that um, everything that we have said up to this point 
uh, is is false unless you like it. In that case, we wholeheartedly believe it. But if you <laughs> if you have a negative reaction to anything we say, just know that uh, we love you. <laughs> you know, and the and the thing. Don't get me wrong. The second we start getting money from any of those industries, I will become an all-out shill. <laughs> Bill's got to be paid, brother. Oh God damn it! What if we like secretly start funneling that money into like terrorist groups and like have this like vicious cycle? It's like they're so well armed. How is this happening? I don't know. Maybe if you give me some more money, we could find out. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's how it actually works. Oh yeah, no, one hundred percent. Most of the time, the people we're attacking are people we funded ourselves. Like most issues, it's just like in Star Wars. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> uh this this popcorn kind of looks like a hand. That's cool. I'm eating popcorn, by the way. That's why I'm not talking as much. Oh, uh, only the second noisiest food that you could eat during a podcast. You want me to bring out the chips? Oh God, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, moving on to lighter topics, Jared, you had something to say about, uh, TV? Oh, yeah. Uh, TV execs are fucking idiots. Like, Amen. All the shows being cancelled nowadays, like, the worst time for it. Like, we're still kind of quarantined, like, it's semi-quarantine. The sane people are quarantined. And, like, all these shows are being cancelled and stuff. Like, uh, was it that policeman you were talking about? Uh, well, yeah, Police Squad back in the 80s was canceled. But, um, yeah, so Police Squad in 1982, I believe, uh, they only got six episodes in their first season. And it got canceled after, I believe, the fourth episode aired because the TV executives just didn't think that the audience could follow along. Yeah. There were there were just too many jokes for people to understand. <laughs> it's too funny. Yeah, if you haven't seen Police Squad, it's uh it has Leslie Nielsen in the starring role. He was in the Naked Gun trilogy, which was based on Police Squad. He was in a lot of other funny movies. Uh check it out. It's like seven dollars to get the uh the, the DVD box set with Police Squad and the Naked Gun trilogy. Uh, seven dollars on Amazon. Go check it out. It's it's well worth the money. Alex, did you get a fucking sponsorship? No, I just love shilling for Leslie Nielsen. <laughs> but uh, no, like I was gonna say though. For but more, now, like... speaking of that, uh, you know what else I've been using? I've been using PIA private internet access a lot, and you know. You know, wa- watching movies without a VPN, it's like it. You know, it's like screwing without a condom on. Am I right, fellas? It's adventurous and thrilling. No, please use private internet access, or else I won't get paid. <laughs> Back to like more modern times. So, uh, a show I've been watching is a uh, it's an Adult Swim cartoon called The Venture Brothers. It's a show. That aims to make fun of, like, superhero, like, comic book tropes and stuff, and, like, Hanna-Barbera cartoons, like, Johnny Quest and shit like that. Like, Johnny Quest even shows up in the show, 
like as an adult who has like a, a horrible narcotics problem and shit like that because like the idea of it is like you take this kid who lives through this life how fucked up are they gonna be at the end of it uh short answer very fucked up uh he gets better though he goes to rehab but uh no it's a it's a good show it's funny it's got some like serious moments and stuff it's you know a good variety and they canceled it like uh, it's been going on for I think seven seasons now. Eight is the la- the they were working on season eight, but uh, then they got canceled. Pulled the plug right out of uh, right out from it. And it's like of all the times, like a this is this this is you know quarantine times. People will be watching a lot more TV. Uh, B Marvel is really fucking good in the box office. Same with like DC. They're getting up there now with their fucking lineup for next year. It's like. Why would you cancel the show that's parodying that? Yeah, like, it just seems like short-sighted decision-making. Yeah, very short-sighted. And it's like, there's still a, uh, an audience to, like, watch it. Like, there's, there's, like, millions of people that watch this show. And, like, a lot of the sense of humor is, like, kind of like... I guess... It's like Rick and Morty if it was, like, actually how the Rick and Morty fans describe it, where it's smart humor. Bro, like, man turns himself into a pickle. Yeah. What's not to get? Oh, my God. No, but I mean, like, <laughs> like Rick and Morty fans hold the show up to such a high regard. They're like, it's, you won't get it. It's it's so high IQ and stuff. And, like, I, I think there's a difference between a smart show and a show with smart humor. Like, smart humor is, like, jokes that an adult would get and a kid won't get like they're the, they're the jokes that uh that spongebob gives your parents like you don't get them as a kid but when you're smarter and older you get them uh yeah rick and marty has a lot of like kids show comedy in it there's some dark comedy but there's a lot of kids show ones like pickle rick like that's that's you know I'm I'm fa- I'm fairly certain the the wonder bro. Pets have the done man that. literally turns himself into a pickle. He turns himself into a pickle. <laughs> I wouldn't say that's smart joke. That's just uh, that's like a meme, and it died in the same length a meme does. But no, Jared, like you get it right. Yeah, he turns himself into a pickle. It's the funniest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> But no, another show that got canceled um, when it really shouldn't have is Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Like four or five years ago, I think, Brooklyn Nine-Nine was canceled by one network. And then like the next day, it was picked up by another network because fans wanted to see more of it because it was an insanely popular show. Yeah. Wasn't it canceled again? I Not that I know of. Family Guy got canceled a lot of times, but that's just because of kind of other reasons. Futurama got canceled a lot. Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna stand on this hill until I die. Futurama is the greatest fucking like animated comedy. Like, it's definitely up there. I haven't seen a lot of it, but uh, from what I've seen, it's it's so good. Oh, it's great! I fucking watched the whole series, the movies, and all. They're all just fucking amazing the characters and everything they're all lovable and likable even the asshole ones like zap brannigan like he may just be like the worst human being alive but you can't help but love him (laughs) it's a great show 
like been canceled like 24 times though like they can't they got canceled so much Matt Groening and the other writers decided that for the final episode they just make it a, a time travel paradox so like it will never be canceled again like it will just constantly be looping through the whole series and that's how you do it like it's just insane to me though it's like how many times are you gonna cancel this fucking show yeah, well, I mean, I don't know how you become a TV executive or, like, a movie studio executive, but I think one of the qualifications is you just have to be the stupidest person alive. Oh, probably. I mean, look Every at the time you see a movie that had a lot of studio interference, it always turns out bad. X-Men Origins Wolverine, a lot of studio interference, turned out bad. Green Lantern, a lot of studio interference, it turned out bad. You never see a movie that was like, yeah, the director didn't really get to do what he wanted to. Studio stepped in a lot. But like, it still turned out to be a good movie. You know, it's probably better, yeah. you know, because the execs stepped in. They never make it better, but they always have to, you know, change... You know, I think if you if you just made this adjustment on page three of the script, you know, it would be a lot better. They're never correct. Oh, yeah. No. Like, and it's because they have this idea that they know what people want to see. Like, yeah, they probably know, like, the things people like to see in the ratings and stuff. But here's the thing about a story. A story works if all of the elements that are brought up into it fit together. Throwing yeah. something into it just for the sake of trying to like please a crowd of people gums it up a bit. Like it could be something yeah. so mundane, like a character that feels out of place in the universe or something. Like, like for example, well, they're, they're just they're just marketing majors that think they know how to tell a story. Like, okay, imagine this: think of a cowboy show. Like, like it's it's Wild West, the cowboys everywhere, and you get a pirate that looks like Jack Sparrow, and he just shows up one day. Like, he looks like he could be in the same time, but he just feels out of place, and it kind of just, like, you see the show, and you see him walk around in it, he's like a side character, and it's like, you don't understand why he's there, and it bothers you. You watch it, and it's like, you, you want to focus on the story, but you keep focusing on this pirate. That's that's an executive decision in most movies. It's just a, a small decision that seems like the it would make- The pirate is the executive's. Yeah, basically. Like, they just... You, you, you'd be watching a show, and then something happens that you know was made by someone outside of, like, the writer's room, because it just feels not, like, connected with everything. It's like, what is it? Disjointed. Like, like the pirate thing I was explaining. Because it's like, all of a sudden, there's a there's a whole different, like, design going on here, but you're supposed to ignore that and look at all this stuff. But he's part of that stuff too. Sometimes he'll he'll come in occasionally, but he doesn't really do much. He's just kind of there for the fans. Or it'd be like uh, how uh, like Halo Five, for example. That's a game. Uh, I, it doesn't really have the same like, I guess uh, example, but it's like a a similar kind of thing where it's like a studio messing with stuff except it's like you know the company actually making the game but this is a thing that uh it feels like a studio executive decision where it's like you have another character introduced that's better than the main character but he's like just so bland and generic 
Yeah. Well, to reference Fact Fiend again, uh, <laughs> they just uploaded a video today about Sonic Boom. Oh, and yeah. Basically, yeah, the um, the people at Sega, they they did they interfered so much with the development, like they just they told the 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 people making it to just write out entire characters, like they had characters planned for for certain sequences, and they were like, yeah, just scrap them. There's still um, dialogue in action scenes that's there that references these characters that they didn't take out. <laughs> and so they're just they're talking to people that aren't there. They also wanted to do a uh, a character that like invents stuff, but then Sega was like, "No, Tails invents stuff. You can't wow. have another inventor." That's that's even worse. Studio meddling the uh, the legacy edition kind of guys, where it has to be the original characters. It's like I'm all for a show continuing with the original characters, but you have to add new things in every so often. You gotta like do a, something to make it fresh. Yeah. If you're gonna have a long-running series of anything. Movies, TV, um, uh, games. Like, I really want, like, I have dreams of making a show and, like, having it go on to have, like, spin-off series and shit. And, like, even I know, even though, like, the show's probably gonna be shit because it's my idea, you still gotta, like, have some, like, connectivity to all of it. Like, you can't just have it be, like, Oh yeah! Now all of a sudden, it's a new new group of people. You're gonna watch them. You're gonna love them. They're they have blue hair. That makes them cool now. Yeah. It's like no, you gotta you gotta like make sure it's fitting in with like the universe you've already built yeah. and stuff. Yeah, there's certainly a balance that you have to that you have to strike between making it fresh and not making it alien. Yeah. Like, 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 Korra tries to do this with, like, featuring, like, you know, the characters from the original show, and then they, you know, they do a lot of new stuff. It just happens that they, like, it's just not good. Oh, yeah. Like, and even then, it's just, like, that's just how they want their story to be told. Some people will like it, some people won't. That's, that's perfectly fine. But say, for example, uh, if in Korra... Like, they they introduced a new character who was not in the Avatar, but stronger than the Avatar. You and mean like, the Dark Avatar? Or anyone that Korra fights in the show? Yeah. But, okay. Villains, you get more of a slide because they're supposed to be more powerful. They're supposed to be, like, the challenge. So it's like, you can stretch it a little bit. But if it's, like, a side character... With, like, no character development, but has, like, all these powers. It's like a, what is it? Uh, a Mary Sue. Where, like, they just exist to exist. To be the best. Like, that's annoying. That's annoying and that it's, is like, true. insulting to look at. That is true. But in Korra, she gets her ass handed to her in the Avatar state. Yeah, and like at one, the Avatar state is supposed to be just Mary Sue mode. In the original show, it was difficult to access, and even when Aang could, there were other external reasons that he couldn't use it because, you know, it would just be poor writing if he could just turn Super Saiyan whenever he wants to. In Korra, oh, yeah. she unlocks the Avatar state. She can just go into it at a, at will, just whenever she wants. She uses it in a lot of fights, and then she just loses anyway because they have to weaken the Avatar state. 
to to justify her using it and you know making it like a, a fair fight um yeah i guess you could say like you could have it with story reasons why like it could be like a a toned down version or whatever or like these people like maybe she is more like at peace like body mind and soul than ang was and so she can access it faster but all these people are stronger because it's like new shit that like you know is being introduced like because it's supposed to take yeah, place see, I don't in the know future about like it's supposed to take place in the future where there's like new technologies and shit right that's cora where it's like yeah it basically takes place in like a steampunk idealized version of 1920s new york i see a way they could go around with that to make it like more interesting is have like people invent new like technologies that can like you know that are like better than bending i guess like well they do have that it, Oh, yeah. But, like, do they actually, like, do something interesting with it? Or is it just, oh, that exists now? It's just, uh, it's just steampunk 1920s New York. There, it's, yeah. I wouldn't call it interesting. I would just call it closer to what we have now. Yeah, so, see, like, instead that's... of, like, like, you know how, like, in uh, Omashu and Ba Sing Se, a lot of stuff was powered by earthbending. The, their mail system it's, it's is powered now. by earthbending. Yeah, they they had a earthbending powered train system. Now it's just it's just cars and regular trains. So it kind of takes some of the magic out of it. No, I feel like though that could be a good like story like elements to add to it. Like maybe there's like a like maybe instead of it just being gasoline or steam powder or something, there's like a more efficient like methods of transportation or something. Or like some like new element that someone discovered or some shit where it's like making all these old forms of transportation obsolete and stuff and like bending is slowly becoming a thing of the past because it's like the rise of new technological advancements well that's basically what happened in the show oh yeah but i want to see that like you could do that instead of having like oh this guy's like the avatar but stronger like maybe you know they just are waterproof boom it, he he wins. Maybe he just has a tank that isn't, you know, made out of aluminum foil. <laughs> like, you could, like, think of something, like, interesting to, like, have this, like, plot where yeah. it's, like... Like, you know how, like, Red Dead Redemption, like, the cowboy game, it's supposed to be, like... The whole story is, like, it, the cowboy lifestyle is, like, slowly being faded out. And, like, the whole story is basically John Marston's, like, stomping out the last bits of it before he himself is killed, because he's the last, like, remnant of it. And it's supposed to be, like, this, like, this change from, like, this old Wild West to, like, the revolution of the industry, uh, the industrial age and shit. Like, you could do something like that, except with magic. I mean, yeah, that, to a degree, that's what happens in Korra. Yeah, There's a lot of story potential... Um, they set up a lot of stuff that seems like it's going to be really, um, really good, but then the writers just kind of drop the ball on it. Uh, you see, now that's a problem with just writing. Like they, they have the potential, but they want to go in different directions, but the directions they want to go are the, you know, like natural progression for what they've already built up. Like they want to do things that they think the audience would like, but it's like, you know. It's the same problem with uh, studio interference. They think yeah. people want to see this. It's just that people want to see what the story is leading up to. And what it, I if, think what that's it, a good way of putting it. To, 
Yeah. That's why I like well, I meant- all these. Uh, you first. You you can go. I was gonna say like t- to me, I feel like that's why most people don't like it when like there's all of a sudden something that's like kind of alien or foreign added to something that they're not used to. They don't like it at all. It's like you know, it it's it it's normal, but is it normal for the universe? Like, does it feel in place and stuff? I feel like that might be slightly agreeing with some things I don't agree with. Someone could probably use that as a vague defense of theirs. I'm going to say this right now. Gay people belong in Star Wars. I'll fight anyone who says no. <laughs> oh, for sure. <clears throat> yeah, no. That, that Okay, gay people do exist in other shows, and they should. So I'm Gay people say that. exist in real life, so why shouldn't yes. they exist in movies? 100% yes. But what I'm going to say, though, is, uh, like... The, that stereotype gay character they always have. The one where it's like... They're, the token they're this, gay. Like Will and Grace gay. Yeah. Where it's like uh, either like hyper-feminine and stuff. Or it's like... Uh, yeah. Or it's this character because they're trying to get on like the progressive sides where it's like... They're the strongest, most independent person alive. Those yeah, characters... Yeah, I hate it when they do like... Like, um... Like frilly gay men and like strong butch lesbians and like no in between. Okay, so one show that I've been getting into, New Girl, terrible. One, terrible at writing healthy relationships. Two, terrible at writing gay people. There's a a lesbian character uh, who is also a gynecologist, and her entire personality is she is a lesbian and she is a gynecologist. Oh, so it's a lot it's of her whole personality. Oh, yeah. So it's like, oh, I'm joke. so okay. gay. I love vaginas so much. Look at me. I'm a lesbian. This is how we all are. I see. That's what I'm getting at. Those kind of characters. Like, they ruin, like, that whole thing I was talking about where it's like, they're like the studio execs interference. Where I'm talking about, like, how, like, people want to see how the story progresses. They don't want to get like a weird distraction from it or some shit like that like a character that's existence is solely just to reinstate the fact that they are a like minority group or something like that will take people out of the show and stuff because it's just it's just like what's the point of it like there's a real world point of it where they're trying to have representative uh, representation of something in it but like in the in the long run, where is that character going to go? Where is their character yeah. going to develop? Like, how are they going to become like these other guys that people like? Well, I think there's a a difference between like bad, um, you know, ra- bad writing for like gay people and you know other other sorts of minorities in like sitcoms and you know bad implementation, like bad. I guess diversity writing in movies because like in new girl and other shows like that, when they do like, you know, token gay characters, it just feels like the writers don't know what to do with it. But like, like, like with, with star Wars, you know, they get the, the best people in the industry, but the studio is so is to the, the studio is too afraid of like alien alienating the Chinese market and stuff like that. Like, for example, in Star Wars, uh, it seems like they were going to have Finn as the Jedi and stuff. 
but oh, they they didn't do it. And apparently, there's like uh internal like conspiracy theory thing. Put your tinfoil hat on for this one. But apparently, no, this uh, is stuff are, that John Boyega John Boyega has talked about. Yeah, he he thinks that the reason why it's not the case is because over in China they have like a problem with there being like a black main character or something like that. And I feel like we should stop pandering to that shit. Because, like, Finn... Well, the thing is, they have a lot of people and a lot of money, and studio, uh, the, the studios don't want to pass that up. And that's the thing. Studios can go fuck themselves. I don't care. The, st- the artist is getting, like, just fucked over. Like, imagine Star Wars if the story was about a, a renegade stormtrooper who discovers he has the fucking Force powers... And it's his struggle with dealing with the fact that he has to fight his old friends and stuff. And he has to learn all this old shit that, like, is gone and absent from the universe again. Like, that would be more interesting. that would require them writing a nuanced minority character. And all that Disney wants is a token, a token black character to show how woke they are. Yeah. And it's just, it's just shame, too, because there's so many things they could have done. They could have had both of them be Jedi. I wanted that. I thought that could be cool. Yeah, that would be that would be so awesome. But instead of the instead of the uh, the new black stormtrooper getting any kind of good writing, character development. everything, everything, <laughs> yeah, character development that all has to go towards the white lady. And even then, she doesn't really get any character development. Uh, the, the the three new characters, the only one who develops as a character is Poe, and that's because I think he becomes a little bit more insane after the events of uh, Admiral Purplehale. I forget her name. What is it? Hollow or something? Holdo, I think. Holdo. Yeah, Holdo. That's it. The Holdo maneuver. Because, like, I feel like af- if I was Poe in that situation, I would probably want to join the Stormtroopers just because what the fuck oh, is yeah. happening? <laughs> yeah, since when do the rebellion leaders gaslight their people? Why is what like her whole thing is I'm not gonna tell anyone my plan, you just have to trust me on this, and everyone's like, We are dying, please tell us your plan. Yeah, please, person that we don't know who is in charge of us now, please ensure the us that we're going to live to to you know get past this. Yeah, and it's like, nah, nah, nah. Warp speed. <laughs> it's like, The Last Jedi, though, I will say this, it got a lot of bad reviews. It's not as bad as the critics make it out to be. However, Admiral in, Holdo in hindsight, is the it worst is the best one character. out of the sequel trilogy. I would say, in my opinion, the best one is probably The Force Awakens for me. Like, it, it goes in order of how they come out. Uh, the Force Awakens is bet is the best one. The second one is okay, and the third one was just fan fiction. Uh, I do yeah. like the third one though for the meme potential. Oh yeah. <laughs> now the Last Jedi does do a lot of interesting stuff with the uh, with the lore and the universe and everything. And Ray is nobody. I like that. Yeah, that's a really fucking nice thing, because it, like, is reassurance that, you know, it's not going to be a stupid plot twist where it turns out she's the granddaughter of the main villain from the last series. Yeah, imagine oh, how wait. stupid it would be if this was just another trilogy following the same couple families in the in in this whole galaxy. Yeah. You know, in the galaxy that's already had several 
uh, now canon pieces of lore explaining that there's many more Force-sensitive individuals out there. They just aren't together. Yeah. You know, like, it's a um, shame if there was one of them in a movie. <laughs> like, like, um, Fallen like Order. The kids, how there's, yeah, the kids like, in Fallen Order. They're there. They exist. Are they dead now? It, where did they go? Or even, like, a, like, a Ahsoka. She's out there doing Force stuff, Jedi things. I think she's gonna the be in the Mandalorian season Rebels. two. Yeah. yeah but I, no, we have to follow the same, the, the same, uh, magic dynasty oh i fucking hate that like i like star wars and i do like luke skywalker and all the other stuff but the first two fucking trilogies were based on that goddamn family i'm getting sick of them yeah i don't mind those two trilogies being based on them because that's who they're about that it's about first it's about luke's journey and then it's a flashback to his father's journey i get that it's good but we don't need more of it we got that story yeah it's like with fucking uh like han solo and chewbacca being in force awakens like with han being uh uh kylo's father and all that stuff i'm fine with that i feel like that's cool because it adds like a dynamic to it where it's like they here are the good guys from before, and like now they have to deal with their 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 offspring, which is evil. Uh having it all be around though, finding all of the heroes from before, it just kind of starts to feel a little like, oh, so this is where they all went. Cool. It's like everyone kept clapping whenever they saw a character from the other movies in the audience when I was watching it, and I don't know why. I went along with it. I yeah. just felt like I had to. I don't know why I clapped. I don't understand why we clapped. R2-D2 was dead for half the movie, and people <laughs> clapped. Yeah, I get having The Force Awakens be a nostalgia piece, but it, once you move past that, you gotta start doing new stuff, and that's why I respect The Last Jedi saying that ray is just a person just someone that is force sensitive that has stumbled upon this this incredible journey yeah that's yeah, some character development too to a character that otherwise has had like none it uh it reminds me of uh spider-man and how for years the canon, um, the, the canon lore was that Spider-Man was just a guy that got bitten by a spider and he learns to be responsible and use it for good. But now, uh, the they introduced in the totem. comics. Yeah, they introduced in the comics that it had to be him. It was his destiny and it couldn't have gone any other way. Yeah. And there's like multiple Spider-Men also in the same universe, not like across the universe. Like there's, uh, Silk. There's Scarlet Spider, there's, um, uh, uh, fucking whoever, what's his name? Evil Peter Parker. Kane. Kane's also there. What's his Spider-Man name? He became a Spider-Man. Did he replace Ben, ben Riley? I don't think he did. He might have mind. replaced Ben Riley. I don't, I have no idea, actually. I could have sworn they both worked together. Maybe he did. He became, I don't like, know the... a lot about the Clone Saga. No, 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 like, this was after Clone Saga, when they started to, like, develop the clones as their own individual characters with unique thoughts and decisions, but all still Spider-Man. Yeah, I don't know much about that either. I don't blame ya. Ben Riley fucking lived again. They had another clone. Him and Kane, like, 
teamed up for a while, but they were, like, fighting each other, too. And it was just this ridiculous shit. It's like, why? Why, why, Peters? Why fight? So, yeah, we've filled our quota of talking about Star Wars and Spider-Man in the podcast. I'm not this done is an, yet. This is officially an episode of Bold of You to Say. I'm not done talking about Star Wars. There's some other stuff I want to talk about. Oh, yeah. Fuck I wanted it. to talk about the, uh, the, the, the lesbian kiss at the end of um, Rise of Skywalker, I lesbian. believe. There's a lesbian kiss? Where? At the very end. And it's in the background. I didn't see it when we watched it. Uh, it was pointed out to me uh, by someone on the internet. And in the Chinese release... They don't have that. Oh, yeah, because, you know, gay people aren't allowed in that, China. That is the LGBT representation you get in Star Wars. Yeah. I really wanted Finn and Poe to, uh, to be a gay couple, or at least, you know, allow them to be gay or bi or whatever. Poe had clear bisexual vibes. Oh, yeah. Like, it would have been interesting, too, to see like them like get together. Yeah, oh, and realized. it would have it would have been different. It would have been good. It they had great chemistry. Oscar Isaac was saying like, yeah, they should be a couple. Yeah, but no, Disney has to get the the China market. Ah, oh, it's just disgusting. Ah, I'm so mad. I keep thinking about like what Star Wars like Episode Nine could have been had like they went with uh, fucking Ryan Johnson's original vision. Like, oh yeah. Not go not with his like okay, huh, let me rebirth that. With how Ryan Johnson set things up, how they could have been. If different. they had kept the same trajectory. Yeah. Cause like uh, I remember seeing fucking Star Wars pardon me, the Star Wars Disney Twitter account posted that Oh, pardon me, I I drank a lot of root beer before I started this. Um It posted saying that the thing Ray not Ray, Finn was trying to say to Ray was that he's force sensitive too. I hate that so much. That is so dumb. Put that in the movie. Like, I don't know. Maybe have, like, Finn, like, discover it near the end of it. And, like, I mean, not near the end of it, but, like, in the third one at some point. Like, say, like, you know how there's the part where he's, uh, he gets, like, shot? No, wait, no, I'm thinking of, no, I'm thinking of, uh, uh, the other one. I'm thinking of Last Jedi. Okay, well, back to Rise of Skywalker. Like, say, for example, have, like, a situation where they're fighting someone, and then, like, you know how that well, can part... I just Can I just say, though, that part where, where Finn is like, Ray, I have to tell you something. Like, I I thought, like many people, he was going to be like, Ray, I love you. I guess, you know, I'm Force-sensitive, that makes sense, too. I don't know. That just felt like a weird moment. Having him say anything in that moment wouldn't have worked i think because yeah like, but he never it never pays off if, he just if it ray, was, i have to tell you something and oh yeah never if it, if it was if it was ray i love you that's coming from nowhere if it's ray i'm force sensitive nothing else is done with it yeah it's it's so stupid that's why that whole movie is bad you could keep palpatine in it you could just i don't know improve it a lot more like, maybe make Palpatine, like, a, a Sith apparition that visits Kylo Ren. Like how there's Jedi Force ghosts. 
Like, instead of having it be like this, like, I'm the main villain of the story. <laughs> like, I don't know. Maybe Kylo, like, goes on his own, like, reverse Jedi journey where he goes into, like, you know, a Sith cave and stuff. And I know this is the stuff they were going to originally have in it. And that's why I'm saying it again, because that was a better script. Why didn't they go with that one? Because it just would have made too much sense. I fucking hate that they didn't do it. I wanted to see them grow more as characters. Yeah, just I just stupid. I feel like they didn't have any confidence in in the uh, in those characters. That's why they had to. That, that's why they had to make Kylo Ren a ripoff Darth Vader at first. That's why they had to bring back Palpatine. That's why they had to make Rey uh, kind of sort of Skywalker. Like the only character in those movies that has character development is Kylo Ren because he goes from being a whiny bad guy into a good guy again. And that's it. There was so much potential. Yeah. There was so much potential for him. Yeah. But nothing. You could have had the same, like, redemption thing. Where it's like, you know, he's about to, like, kill Leia or some shit. And he's, he hesitates. And he's like, oh my god, what am I doing? This is horrible. I this is exactly what I did before I'm turning into a monster and like have like a moral like mental dilemma or some shit but no they're not going to do it we could have yeah, it be, in like, in Star Wars everyone is either really bad or really good or they're conflicted and the the conflict is basically I'm really bad but I want to be good or I'm really good but I'm I feel tempted to be bad there yeah at least in the movies, I mean, I know there's like gray Jedi and stuff in the in like the expanded universe. I like that, but in the movies, there's no in between. Oh god, the shows do so much better with character development. I mean, look at oh uh, yeah, I looked at I I, I was watching Star Wars, uh, the Clone Wars season seven. Don't spoil it's anything. I still so need to watch good. it. Uh, I won't again, spoil anything. It's Alex. just it's so. The writing you in that need, show is so much better. You need to look up all of the uh, episodes that lead up to and are including the Siege of Mandalore arc, which you saw the conclusion of in uh, Season 7. That's like the first part, I think, is what they did, was the Siege of Mandalore. But you have to yeah, see all where, of those. Yeah, um, that's where, spoiler alert, Darth Maul shows up, right? Yeah, Darth Maul shows up previously. I read the previously. synopsis for it. You need to watch them. It is amazing. You need to look up uh, everything that includes Duchess Satine and the Death Watch, because those are like the two like main players in that kind of shit. And then you have yeah. to watch uh, when Darth Maul takes over Mandalore, his his uh, coup de gras or whatever you call it. You gotta watch oh, those because yeah. that's a really fucking good arc. Like that and whole Jared, think... like lead up and pay off. And you yeah. also have to watch the uh, the Umbara arc where. Uh, uh, Rex and Cody's clone troopers fight on a fucking like hell world. Because that's right, also check a those really out. good arc. Those are like the best ones in my opinion. Now, Jared, I'm I'm sure you've seen this one, but uh, for the listeners, um, you got to check out the um, the the arc in season six, I believe, where um where fives finds out about the inhibitor chips yep that's uh the conspiracy arc that one's really fucking good because it's like it, it just adds like new layers to some of the shit that just makes it more 
Like it just it just it paints, makes it like, makes Order sixty six uh, a lot sadder. Oh yeah, no, a hundred percent, and it just makes you kind of feel bad for like everyone involved except for fucking Palpatine. He's such an ass. Okay, so I uh that arc is season six, episode one, two, three, and four. Like the thing that always like pissed me off too though is uh Fives is a character that was introduced in the first season, and you gotta see throughout the seasons as he grows into a uh into basically like a fucking big ass stor- like clone trooper super soldier guy. And then like that's his payoff. That's the end of his arc, and it's like, what the fuck? You did him dirty. I hate that. Yeah, I hadn't seen any of his other character uh, development. He's, he's, I forget, I think it's called Rookies, but he's, uh, he's in a all-clone trooper episode, uh, featuring Captain Rex and Commander Cody, and it's him that's and his That's in, like, squad. season one, right? Very first season, that's when they introduced him and Echo, and all the other members of their team. Uh, a lot of them die. Uh, at one point, uh, it ends off with just Echo and Fives being the only two left, and, uh, the two of them become, like, ARC Troopers, which is, like, the, uh, the super soldier version of the generic storm troop- clone trooper. I'm sorry, I keep getting those two mixed up. But, uh, yeah, no, and it's great, because then, like, at some point, fucking Echo dies, so that it's just fives left, and he's just gotta, you know, deal with it. <laughs> It's horrible. No, he uh, he also plays a a role in the Umbara arc too. He almost gets court-martialed and executed in that one. <laughs> it's a fun it's a fun story uh Star Wars the Clone Wars. Yeah. More public executions than I expected for a kids show. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's such a good show. The writing is so amazing. Uh listeners check it out if you have Disney Plus, it's on there. If you don't Get Disney Plus. There's going to be Marvel stuff. You get to watch Mandalorian. Get to watch Mandalorian Season 2 in a couple weeks. Watch the show, Star Wars The Clone Wars. Don't watch the movie with the same name. That movie is made by the same people, but it is really bad. It introduces a lot of the characters, but you know, you don't want to watch it. And just know, Ahsoka gets better. Yeah, she is introduced in the movie. Just skip over that. Uh, just, like, know that Ahsoka is Anakin's Padawan, and she's assigned to him. Uh, he's still not a Jedi Master, he's just a Jedi Knight, but he he has to train her. And, uh, yeah, just don't watch the movie, it's bad. And Ahsoka looks horrible in it, like, she is, like, the most annoying, shitty character there. But, in the actual show, she becomes, like, the best fucking character ever. Like, her, her development from, like, this shitty, like, no-named, jokey sidekick into, like, an actual badass is awesome. Yeah, and I believe she shows up in Star Wars Rebels, right? Yeah, she, uh, she's one of, like, the, the hidden Jedi Masters that What's-His-Face has to go find. Like, I, I think there's a whole arc involving him, like, speaking to both Darth Maul and Ahsoka, and it's, like, him, like, discovering, like, this hi- the hidden truths by the, uh, behind the dark side and the light side of the Force and stuff. And at one point, like, they confirm time travel's real, because uh, the kid then saves Ahsoka from being murdered by Darth Vader. Oh, I've which seen is, that. Yeah, which, you know, kind of good to know, this time travel in Star Wars. Probably could have fixed a couple more things, uh, whatever your kid's name is. Jared, serious question. 
Do you think that there are people in the Star Wars universe that don't think Order 66 happened? Yes, 100%, because, like, a lot of the things that the Empire did uh, when they rose to power is they just, like, fucking, they hid a lot of information and faked a lot of shit. Like, their whole plan was to try and, like, convince people that the Jedi never existed, that uh, Order 66 was a terrorist attack and stuff like that. Some of, like, some accounts say that, like, it never happened, there's no such thing as that. There was no execution of the Jedi, because what are the Jedi? They don't, they don't exist. There's nothing like that oh, yeah. in, the, in the universe. Well, um, you don't really see this in the, in the movies, but in, the, in Clone Wars Season 7, they address, like, yeah, public opinion is kind of swaying against the Jedi. So by the time Order 66 happens, you know, no one's going to mind. <laughs> Especially fucking Banana Nuthead. You know, uh, what is it? Coyote Mundi? The uh, the Conehead yeah. guy. You you love him, don't you? <laughs> Mr. Oh, Yoda yeah. is senile. We have to kill him. <laughs> he deserved getting team killed, that fucker. But, like, there is some downsides, though. Uh, back to the inhibitor chip shit. There are some things that uh, were in the legacy lore that isn't canon anymore. That oh, really yeah. would help in in Star Wars Battlefront Two, in the uh, the journals of the five hundred first. Also, it's a great thing. Look into it. Oh yeah, um, it what the the clone that's like narrating it is like yeah you know we were just following orders kind of just happened. No one really said anything against it. It's like no one could look at each other the same way again though. <laughs> oh yeah. Fucking the part though when they uh in the movie where they killed the blue lady uh Ayla uh, Sakura, uh they they go overkill on her, and with uh if you go by the journal of the five o first storyline, they did that because they wanted to make sure she died faster because they felt really fucking shitty for having to do that because she basically saved them on this like Vietnam hell world, <laughs> like without her they would have all died horribly. But uh, with the inhibitor chip, they just straight up murder her, and they just don't stop for no reason. <laughs> they just keep shooting her corpse, and it just kind of makes the stormtroopers they turn into se- seem a little bit more sadistic, instead of it being a mercy killing. Yeah. It's, it's like, there's some well, it, plus like, sides to the They go the, like the full Manchurian thing. candidate. Yeah, like... In the in the five oh first journals, they build it up as like this this whole thing where they just don't want this character that saved their lives to suffer when they have to kill her. But then with the inhibitor chip, it's just good soldiers follow orders. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking don't stop firing till there's no skin left. I saw that in the comics, um, the the Vader comics, there was a Jedi that got hunted down on one planet, and they got cornered by an inquisitor and a bunch of stormtroopers um at that point they were still using clones it was pretty soon after order 66 yeah and this jedi was like hey you know the inquisitors are like actually jedi right execute order 66 fellas what you gonna do and then they, <laughs> the, the 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 stormtroopers just go ham on this inquisitor and the jedi escapes Okay, I actually love that. But that's the thing, though. It's just like, with uh, the other storylines that are that are in the legacy canon, 
like there's so much interesting shit the clone troopers that uh rejected the order did because like without the inhibitor chip it was just like fierce loyalty to the empire and there's some of them that weren't completely loyal for example uh, example there's the uh the commando squad that was led by a Mandalorian bounty hunter, like similar to Jango Fett, but a different guy. I forget his name. It's like Kyle something. But uh, the point is, though, this guy, though, like these stormtrooper, these clone troopers actually like rescue their Jedi and they all like leave and shit. And like all of them go and live on Mandalore and become like Mandalorian bounty hunters and shit like that. Because technically, this is when Jango Fett was still technically Mandalorian. Like, his race was Mandalorian. It wasn't that he was a, a guy that became one. So technically, they were still Mandalorian. So the guy's like, you know what? Fuck it. You guys can become, like, bounty hunters with me. I don't think anyone would mind. You're like my family now. They can't do that with the inhibitor chip, though. They would have just killed her and then, like, killed him. Pisses me off. It's one of my favorite story arcs. Yeah, there's trade-offs. Yeah. But it's always... I like what they've done, though, with a lot of the the new lore. Like, in the comics. uh, For example, Vader immediately executing Fox is such a fucking great moment. (laughs) Because, like, you you know who Commander Fox is, right? Um, Not specifically... Uh, he's the commander with the red armor that, like, uh, basically every time there's a good person that's on the wrong side of the law, he's the guy that tries to kill them all the time. Like, he hunts Ahsoka down, he hunts Fives down, he's basically, like, uh, he's a, he's on the good guy's team, but he's a prick. And no one okay. likes him. And, like, it was satisfying to see Vader just immediately kill him, like, the first chance he gets. <laughs> He's like, you keep letting me down, Fox, cuts his head off. It's like, hell yeah, finally he got his comeuppance. It's like, I get where you were supposed to be rooting for him, but Jesus Christ, I hate him. But yeah, no, there's a lot of things like that. Watch the show, it's great. And read the books, uh, the legacy and the canon versions, they're all great. Oh, yeah. I've said this before. The Star Wars universe is way more interesting than the movies let on. Um, Oh, God, yeah. Definitely read the expanded materials. Like, even the stuff that isn't canon anymore, the legacy stuff, like uh, Dark Empire and shit like that, read it. It's all good. It's really fucking good shit. The movies, not so much. (laughs) Yeah, and play um, Battlefront 2, the original one. It's a good game still. Uh, The campaign is good. I'm going to say this controversial, bold of you to say topic. Play the new one, too. It's not that bad. They added all oh, the yeah, stuff they fixed in for it. free. Yeah, it's completely fixed. Uh, they had every single hero in for free, every single character. You earn the cards from level ups and shit now instead of buying them. Uh, you can even get a version of it that's like, I think, $40 that just comes with all of the cosmetics unlocked. So you don't even have to buy those. So it's like. You just get everything, and it's a, it's a decent shooter. It's, it's like just... you're buying a complete game. Yeah, it is now. Uh, the only thing is, though, they have cut support for it, so there are some bugs that will still be persistent. And there's a couple of, like... It, it has that problem where there's not enough maps to really change it. Like, to make it feel like it's this, like, grand scope. Like, there's a lot of planets you can go to, and they're all huge maps and stuff. But, like, it's only ever, like, four maps, really, that are picked. So you're yeah. going to be sitting there for some time. 
on fucking I did have, Hoth. Yeah, I did have a bug on PC where, um, you know, I'm aiming with the mouse, and I have two monitors, and when I'm in-game aiming with the mouse, if I move the curse, like, if I move the mouse too far to the left, then it'll register the cursor being on the other monitor. So if I click to shoot, it'll like minimize the game window. Oh yeah. So I had to, yeah, I had to disable the uh, origin overlay in game and that solved the issue. Uh, with, uh, this one's more of a mechanics problem with a lot of maps and a specific, uh, character type. Uh, every faction has one aerial class. The aerial class is technically a hero character. It's just the unnamed ones. It's just a super soldier class, basically. But every class has one, and there's a glitch that can occasionally happen where you will do your jump jet, which is, I think, the middle ability, and you will fly across the map and land in a location. Sometimes your feet will get tethered to the ground there, and you will be stuck there until someone either executes you or the map is done. It'd be I, like that. I have seen videos, though, where people have been able to wiggle themselves free. However, there are cases where they've done that and have fallen through the map. So, heads up, don't play with jump jets. And if you do, do so responsibly. But yeah, I know, buy and play all the Star Wars games. The Lego ones, the terrible ones, that weird Mortal Kombat one for the Wii. All of them. Just own them all. You know that one where you could dance like Han Solo? Get yes, that one. That's required. That's that's lore you I, need. I semi-ironically love that song. I like playing it in Beat Saber. I'm on solo. I'm on solo. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's a good place to to close the show out. I had a topic that I wanted to talk about, but we've been going for an hour and a half now. And I'm trying oh, I'm to keep sorry. the episodes... I'm, I've been trying to keep the episodes a little bit shorter. Uh, we can just talk about it next episode. Um see it this has been bold of you to say uh, if you like this episode remember to share with your friends uh, subscribe so you don't miss the next episode uh, if you're listening on YouTube you can leave a comment with what you'd like us to cover next um, unless you're going to say cover our mouths uh, in that case uh, we will block and report you I will personally <laughs> go to your house and I will shoot your dog in front of you. Whoa, what are you? The NYPD? Haha, <laughs> got him. No, I'm the oh, main character sad. of The Last of Us 2. I haven't played that game. Please, no spoilers. You, the game, for some reason... Okay, this is the last topic I want to discuss. I've done it before and I'm going to do it again. I don't understand why people want these games that make you feel sad for killing the bad guys. We can talk about that next week. This, that, 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 that was a... This teaser is a, for next week's episode. No, we'll talk all Alex, about zombies. I want to tell you this real quick before we go. This game, you can shoot the guard dogs, and if you do that, an NPC will come out and be like, Betsy, what's wrong? And then they start grieving over their dead pet. What the fuck? Who the fuck makes this? Why? And it. And that's where we will end the uh, the episode today. Thank you for watching. Bold of you to say uh, uh, everything Alex said. Just do that. Our social media will be linked in the description as well, so you can look at the stuff that we tweet. You can look at photos that we post. You know the drill. I, I, you know I've just been retweeting is. memes on Twitter, so you, you'd probably get some decent jokes. Most of them are yeah, shit. Yeah, if you want to check that out, click the link in the description. The one that's labeled 
Jared's Twitter. I still need to change the name. It's misleading. I don't post art anymore. Or at all. Ever. And you don't have to do this, but there is a link to send a donation to the show. Uh, if you want to support us, you don't have to. You will get absolutely nothing out of it. Um, but wait, our hosting wait, site on. wants me to say that it's there. When, when are we... We get donations now? Oh, yeah. We've been able to get donations, but I mean... We're still growing our audience, so... Pay me! I need to eat! Please! Okay, which app do you want to use? What the fuck was that? Sorry. This has been bold of you to say uh, goodbye and good luck. The computer is talking to me, Alex. It just started saying stuff.